Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tim Dillon Show from Los Angeles, California. We are on the road in Irvine doing shows in Orange County, the birthplace of reality TV and subprime mortgages. Um, not the birthplace of reality TV, but the birthplace of the genre of reality TV that uh, we know now. Um, uh, the Real Housewives of Orange County started there, and uh, subprime mortgages started there in Irvine, California. Irvine, correct me if I'm wrong, is one of the only cities that is named after the a company. That's correct. Yeah. And that's still very much the um the feel of Irvine, California. Mm. Yeah. What is generally known as the city of Irvine is named after a pioneering rancher, James Irvine. Oh. But it's through his corporation, at through Irvine's 40 years of incorporation. Well, no, that doesn't mean anything. The Irvine because, Company. Oh, the Irvine Company? Mm -hmm. Is that why Irvine was named Irvine? I believe so, yes. By James Irvine, and then they named the city Irvine after the company. Okay. Well, Countrywide Home Loans started in Irvine, which was the, I believe, the largest subprime mortgage lender on the planet. I don't know if that's the case, but it was. I believe it was. Um, and then Countrywide uh, expanded. But I believe the beginning of Countrywide was in Irvine, California. And the two biggest areas for subprime mortgage banks were Irvine, California, and Long Island, New York. Mm -hmm. And they are the same place, essentially. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of rich people. Um, you have a lot of people that are always willing to jump into whatever the latest scam is. A lot of different types of salespeople. And Long Island and Irvine, you know, they're both beach, you know, communities. Um, Orange County and Long Island, rather, not Irvine, but Orange County and Long Island are very similar. The types of people there are very similar. Uh, conservative, politically. Um, there's, there's not a lot of culture in Orange County. There's no culture in Long Island. There's none in Orange County either. Um, and, you know, the, the people are uh, differ slightly, but it's a very similar makeup of human beings. A lot of tribal tattoos, not a lot of reading, a lot of people with boats. Uh, Irvine has more like rock churches, you know, uh, Orange County, sorry. Mm -hmm. I keep saying Irvine, but it, uh, Irvine's nothing. It's a few buildings. Right. But Orange County's got a lot of, like, churches where people go and they rock out, um, you know, and they're just there and they're, you know, they married an ex-baseball player and they're just feeling it and Jesus loves them and Jesus wants them to have another boat. Mm -hmm. Jesus wants them to be rich. Like Mosaic is one of those churches where people just, just get in there and the tits are out. And the guys are there, and their shirts are unbuttoned down. You could, you know, you could see the gym, you could see the gains, and they're in there, and they're just worshiping the Lord. And Jesus wants money. Christ wants you to do well. That's the Orange County ethos. They moved out of L.A., and they're like, I'm going to find Jesus. And um, that's where all the TikTok kids will eventually end up. They go to find Jesus down in Orange County 10 years later. That's what happens. And, uh, and the shows have been really not great. They've not been fun at all. I don't think I'll ever go back. I'm shocked at how, how like, bad they've been. Even though people are having a good time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not having a good time. And my life is about me. So a lot of people are like, well, I enjoyed it, but I don't care what you enjoyed. I want to have fun. And coming from Boston, where comedy is just, it's amazing to... Uh, Orange County and the room is the room that we're in is big. It's mm -hmm. a big room, and you know it's hard to, to to feel like you're doing well, even though you are. Uh, it's a big Dave and Buster's, really, that we're performing yeah. in. You know, 
It's got what is it? Got two thousand seats? Or I mean, it's stupid. It's really big. It's yeah. big next to like a Hollister. People and are a- watching me on screens that are in the room. They're watching me on screens, and then uh, and you know I got to hang out with people in LA. I don't know if I'm. We're gonna come back here. By I don't the know way. either. I don't know either. It's not been a good few days. It's really not been good. Uh, you get away from this mental illness for a while, mm-hmm. and then you come back to it, and you realize it's it's actually not preferable to anywhere else <laughs> it's really not there's like a few restaurants i like but that's it you know the, the guy opening for me goes like this he goes uh he's like dude do you think you know like la guy he goes do you think like you'll have like a later career uh, as an actor like daniel day lewis and i said excuse me are you asking me if i think that later on in my life i will have a career similar to one of the greatest actors that's ever lived, Daniel Day-Lewis? No. Are you going to be Daniel Day-Lewis? Is that part of your plan? We're telling jokes in a mall in Irvine, California. But this is the disease here. You know, the manager of the club comes in. He's got, like, a mask on. He's like, you know, you're aging. came back. He goes... They think I'm like some guy working here, but I'm the regional manager. They don't know that. Hey, who gives a fuck? <laughs> who gives a fuck? It's Chuck E. Cheese. It's a comedy club. It's Chuck E. Cheese. Well, I mean, you have a fucking bandana over your face. Nobody knows who you are. You know? I mean, I never say anything good about my agents, but in this case, they're in the right. You can't demand that people respect you if, if, if you're covered in a Darth Vader mask and nobody can tell who you are. It, it's, it's not a rational belief. You hear that? The sirens? I mean, this may not be it. I got to be honest. I don't know if we're coming back. I don't know. We're not coming back till next year, and it may not even be that. <laughs> Something's different here. It's not good. Masks are back on. The variants are back. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to, I just want to get to a point where you can get through this. And Simone Biles mm-hmm. uh, dropped out of the uh, Olympics. Mm-hmm. She is a gymnast uh, considered the greatest of all time. Yes. And uh, her sister tweeted, "Y'all are all about mental health until it no longer benefits you." I can't imagine being that inconsiderate. Woo. She's basically saying, lay off her sister. Right. Lay off Simone. And I believe that, too. Listen, the Olympics is a scam and a waste of everyone's time. I don't care who shows up to work. Why are we even having it this year? It's dumb. Why would we care about excellence in athletics? We care about it literally nowhere else. And I get it. She's having mental problems. The problem with that I have now with what I consider to be the fetishization of mental health is this. Number one, I've been very clear about my own my own family, my mother being a schizophrenic, mm. and that uh, impacting the way that I feel about mental health because I see a lot of people on social media that have diagnosed themselves with uh, many different disorders. I don't know how accurate they are. I don't think it's a good idea to diagnose yourself from an Instagram post and read that and go, that sounds like me. I'm that now. It's becoming a weird identity for people. And I'm not saying there aren't legitimate instances of mental health. But athletes, this is my thing with athletes. And I got to be careful about how I say this because it's going to come off. uh, I don't know how it'll come off. When it comes to athletes and mental health, I think the biggest thing to consider here is that athletes don't have minds. Do you see what I mean? That is not why we know who they are. They aren't shouldn't why are we telling them to be self-actualized? human beings their body is their temple and their mind only works as the operating system of their body 
their mind should not be this, uh, you know, flourishing and important part of what they do. Their mind should be uh, simply like taking order, giving orders to their body. So when we have somebody like Simone Biles um, having these problems, um, we 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 have to really look at: um, Are we telling athletes to think too much? Are we telling them to be too involved in their in their own? You're you're supposed you're not supposed to think too much about what you're doing because it's stupid. It's dumb. You balance on a bar. It's dumb. If you think too much about it, you will lose your mind and go insane. You're getting millions and millions of dollars to do something that's essentially silly. It's silly. You're you're doing a tumbasalt. It's not something that you should spend an inordinate amount of time thinking about. Truly, you're th- whether you're throwing a basketball into a hoop or throwing a ball down a field, all of it is silly. It's important. We need it. It distracts people from the pandemic and the wars and the economy and the no health care and the no jobs and their kids on heroin and the towns falling apart and violence is in the street. It distracts them. You need that. But I think the people that are great athletes, I'm sure some of them have been reasonably intelligent, but the vast majority of people that get really good at sports do so because their minds are not the thing that drives them in life. And nor should they be. Now, there are certain sports where obviously it is important, but again, like golf, people can say, oh, golf, you got to have a strong mind to compete in golf. I Yes, but they're idiots. If you get any of the guys on the PGA Tour and talk to them, they're not smart. Yeah. None of them are intelligent. <laughs> they're not. How can you be intelligent? You have to devote so much of your life to swinging a club and hitting a ball in a hole. You can't be smart. You literally cannot. They're not smart people. None of them. When you see an athlete that's like can string a sentence together, you're floored. Because you don't expect that, nor should you. They get their uh, enjoyment out of life from competition, competing, and they need to have mental toughness. I'm not saying this woman should be castigated, but I'm also not saying she should be celebrated um, for her issues and her problems. Um, Mental toughness is part of athletics. It has been for a long time. And the reason that the greatest players have been able to be mentally tough is because a lot of them are stupid. That's what, that's the point. They don't think that much. Mental illness is very common with people that have a lot of thoughts. If you can quiet your mind, quiet it down so that you can like, you know, really become a machine... That's how you get to be a great athlete. You know, I mean, it. that's what, people are going to be offended at this. Oh, you're fat. You don't know what athletics is. Oh, you're an idiot. Hey, hey, they're retarded. <laughs> but they're great. That's the point. The point is that they're <laughs> stupid people who are able to do an amazing thing physically and we pay them lots of money. If they weren't able to do that, what would they be doing? Can I ask you that? If athletes were not able to do athletic things, what would they be doing? CEO? Would they be running a hospital? No, they wouldn't be. They're doing this because they're they're driven by the need to compete and they're in great shape and they have mental toughness. They have to be tough. Mental toughness is you it, stupidity becomes a virtue in athletics. And I don't mean you can't be savvy and you can't be uh you know 
uh, whatever, funny. Or, but I'm talking about real intelligence here. Uh, these people don't have it, nor should they. The vast, vast majority of them. Agreed. Not, not all of them. There's some of them that are very smart, but the vast majority of them. So I don't care what this woman does or not. The gymnastics to me shouldn't even be legal. It's a sport of pedophiles <laughs> where they stunt a girl's growth and they keep them like little dolls. It's insane. I mean, this this poor woman went through all kinds of horror. The guy just molested the thousands of them. Larry Nassar. And it's so yeah. rampant. Mm. That no one cared mm. because it's in gymnastics, it's assumed that it's a sport for pedophiles. Like when those girls came home and said I was molested, their parents were like, yeah, don't you want to be a gymnast? I thought you wanted to be a gymnast. That's what it is. You get molested and, you know, you don't eat and you don't grow and you stay like you look like a little doll. You ever see these people? It's disgusting. It's disgusting when you look at them. They're tiny. They're literally this big. They're tiny little people, and and it's not healthy at all. It's not healthy. Well, these are children now, but gymnasts. It stunts their growth. I don't know why. Somebody that's smarter than me can explain that, but it does, and that's why pedophiles like to coach gymnastics because nobody ever grows up. This is a fact. Okay. There are some arguments that link high intensity gymnastics training during puberty with delayed growth. Mm -hmm. The theory is that young people undertaking such high levels of gymnastics training are likely to develop overuse injuries mm -hmm. and are at risk of causing stress to growing bones and growth plates. Every we all know the gymnasts, they're all tiny. Mm -hmm. So I am I am I am deeply sympathetic to whatever this girl has gone through and is going through. And also men that are doing gymnastics are just men that don't have the guts to come out of the closet. There's not one heterosexual male in gymnastics. It's just a fact. Everyone doing gymnastics is gay. You know, the women don't have a sexuality because they're just forever children. Have you ever seen... The, I'm going to get in so much trouble. But have you ever seen after they win, their team's like hugging them, but it's very childlike, and they have like teddy bears and stuff? It's freak shit. It's legit freak shit. If you think I'm wrong, go watch some of the old Olympics where they win. They're like... 19, you know, but they're like children and like the coach is carrying them around and they have a teddy bear. It's freak shit. It's fucked up. It's not right. It's not right. It should be banned. They should replace it with some type of twerking or freestyle dance, you know? It's not good. And, you know, I just am saying that. And male gymna gymnasts are gay. They're gay men who are are unable to tell the world that they suck cock and they like to have penises in their ass or they like to put a penis in another man's ass. So instead of that, they do like the, you know, I don't know, the fucking, the, the, the parallel bar. What are they, what are these events even called? I know what they are. The, the bars. The bars. Uh, the, uh, let me see. Hold on. I mean, the, the rings. Uh, They're strong, these men, but they imagine fucking them. When male gymnasts look at each other, they want to fuck each other to death. When a male gymnast sees another male gymnast, they want to fuck each other to death. They want to rip the skin off each other. I mean, this is what it is. They want to, like, land on a cock. Like, they want to, like, do the final jump where they stick the landing. They want to stick the landing right on another guy's cock. They're gay, and that's great. I don't, I don't, I, I mean, they're hot. They're good looking men, mm -hmm. um, but they're, they're gay. And Simone Biles is, it, people are upset at her because she dropped out of the, the team cup, which again, who gives a fuck? But I would have rather if she competed and lost because I think it's funny when people phone it in. It's much better to me just phone it in. She's mm -hmm. like, well, I could hurt myself because a lot of the, the the moves I'm doing are have a high degree of difficulty, which is true. And she has the twisties, the the twisties. We'll explain yeah. that. So the, the, the twisties. Didn't is you this... get that in golf? Uh, no, that's the yips. But you you had the yips in golf. That's why you're not on the tour. Uh, because there... you weren't mentally strong. You know that's... why? Because you're not that dumb. <laughs> no, this well, is a you. fact. Thank you. If you were dumber, 
you'd have like, you'd be like, Jesus said, hit the ball. <laughs> and you'd live in Orange County. Just turn the brain off. Yeah, you got to turn the brain off. Yeah. You have to turn your brain off. Yeah. And you weren't able to do it mm -hmm. because you knew that that was not your destiny. Your destiny was greatness, like mm -hmm. what we're doing here. You know, so she had, studio. It's greatness. So the twist is with death. It's supposed to be like a version of like vertigo where like when she's doing a twist, then she could think she's doing a flip and then she could just land on her head and just die, essentially. So well, my argument it. is don't do any of that. Don't do any of the hard <laughs> shit. Go out there and just kind of be like Like don't you don't have to do that. Scale it back. Don't do any of the Olympic level stuff. Mm -hmm. What if she just went out and twerked on the floor in a shirt that said, I love China? I would. Do you know how much I would support her? Do you know how much I would support this woman publicly? Use, use, use any of my social capital, whatever it is, to support this woman if she said, I'm having a mental health problem. I'm going to go out. And just rip my shirt off to say, I love China. And then I'm just going to twerk. <laughs> I would be like, fuck yeah. But this is what I mean about athletes. We're, we're, we're confusing these people by telling them that they should think. And they should not. Mm -hmm. Athletes, like actors, like singers, like, you know. And, and even comedians. Like, I get it. Like, so many comics who have tried to be intelligent over the last few years have just destroyed their careers. Mm. Um, we need to go back to a world where smart people can go and be smart somewhere, and everybody else needs to just realize what they're good at mm. and stop trying to be an expert in 19 different things. She, This woman should not even know what her mind is doing, <laughs> truly. She shouldn't. Her success is built on her ability. She is the greatest gymnast of all time. There's no one better than her. But in order to keep that going, but she's probably getting older and she's starting to realize that it doesn't matter. See, this is what I'm getting to. But I just shut my emotions off. Mm. Otherwise, I go in, uh, with the gun and I kill everyone because that's what she's getting. Her mental health is starting to deteriorate because she's realizing that it's all for nothing. It's bullshit. Who cares? Yes, you became the goat. Yes, you became the best. But the happiest people in this country are disgusting fat sloths who've never held themselves to any standard. That's truly the meaning of life, to be little more than bacteria, which is what the majority of people are. They're just bacterial organisms just existing, right? They're mold, essentially. And this woman has tried to be great her entire life. Flips and splits and dips and twists and fucking all the time and her fucking coach is touching her and she's got to be like, fuck you. And she's got to deal with her family and her envious friends and all the scumbags. And she's got to get great and great and better and better and better and beat this bitch and this bitch and this white bitch and the Russians. Got to beat the fucking Russians even though we didn't do it this time. But you know, those fucking dykes come over here, those Russians, they're not fucking around, right? I mean, those people are literally tortured. It's state policy to torture gymnasts, Abu Ghraib style, until they're fucking great. And this bitch has got to get through all of that to become the goat and then you realize it doesn't fucking matter you're not happier you're not better off that's when it starts to unravel you start to go fuck what the fuck that's when you gotta shut it off shut it off you gotta do it simone because it it if you start questioning it, if you start going, should I have done all this? Would I have been happier? Should I have just, mm -hmm. would I have, should I have, I can't believe, what do I do? What do I do now? Shut it off and do the flip. <laughs> we make our choices, Simone. We make our choices. I made the choice to do this. I didn't want to do this today. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I don't know that I've ever wanted to do this ever in my life, but it's what I do. I can't start thinking about it now. <laughs> Imagine that. On the way, I would drive my car off a fucking, you know, off a hill in L.A. or a fucking into a ravine or something. If I started thinking about my life, stop thinking about your life. Just do the thing that you've learned to do because we, none of, nobody gets out of this alive. It, 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 you know, and th that that's my issue. But, you know, there's... There's bad actors out there. They're going to exploit this mental health shit and use it as a reason to usher in mediocrity. That bitch, Naomi Osaka, yes. who didn't want to do the interviews. Shut the fuck up. Do the fucking interviews, you dumb bitch. Do you know how much money you're making to play fucking tennis? 
Tennis is stupid. It's a stupid sport for racist white people, okay? And somehow you figured out a way to dominate that sport. More power to you. But shut the fuck up. You don't want to do interviews? I don't want to do a lot of shit, but I fucking do it. Enough. Stop babying these stupid fucking idiots. Truly. Enough. Kick her out. Give a fuck. Let her do something else. Go be a doctor if you don't want to do it. Like, it's just... I'm sick of hearing this shit. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to enjoy the interviews because you're supposed to sit there and forget the last one. And you forget because you're an idiot. You're dumb. You're, the reason that you fucking do well is you're dumb. It's not hard. It is, but it's not. You're a retard. Stop trying to be intelligent. What, are you going to put on a lab coat and do, do gene sequencing? You hit a ball over a net, and you're the best at it because you're stupid. Because you don't question why you do it. Because your body is your temple. Your mind, your mind, the body just wants to compete. Give it that endorphin rush. Stop trying to think. You're going to ruin your life. Do you know how many people I've seen ruin their life because they think? People sitting in marriages, they go, you know, I actually don't think this is. And then they're, it's worse. Then they get divorced. And on the other side of that, it's worse. You know, I'm just, uh, I, I just, I've, I've had enough with the mental health. My mother is a legit mental patient. She's in a fucking mental institution. She, she's fucking crazy, okay? And do you know what genuinely mentally ill people think? They think they should be in the Olympics. <laughs> I wanted to talk about my favorite story um, of the week, a guy who is um, one of his daughters or sons, I forget, was in Parkland. Oh, yes. <clears throat> and he uh, believed or came to be of the belief that the Parkland shooting was a hoax. Mm. And the uh, quote here from the New York Post is that Parkland survivor says dad has turned to QAnon conspiracies and thinks massacre was a hoax. If this country had any balls, if the entertainment industry had any balls, is that not a reality show that you're watching? Is that not a reality show that you do not miss every single time it's on? You would leave family engagements. You might leave uh, your wife giving birth to see the end of an episode of that show where a survivor of the Parkland shooting and her father argued about whether it happened or not. Am I the only one that wants to see this in real time? Can we set up a debate? Because I don't know that I'm going to side with the girl. She might be a cunt. Mm -hmm. And in fact, the fact that the father believes this to me means that the child is like a bitch. You've got to really suck for your dad to choose Alex Jones over you. Truly. But she may. But I want to see it. I want to see more about it. A teen who claims to be a survivor of the high school shooting in Parkland, Florida, is being traumatized all over again by his father. Oh, him. A QAnon believer says the massacre was just a hoax. The student who recently graduated said his dad's conspiracy theories, which surfaced after he became a devotee of QAnon, have now caused a rift in the family, he told The Post on Monday. He was always an avid Trump supporter, and after the pandemic, into Q. The man who asked to remain anonymous wrote in an email. So he was already predisposed to falling into the fake news crowd and trusting people like Marjorie Taylor Greene. So it's what's, that's what started the whole thing. Um, people have told me that it may be a coping mechanism to be able to deal with what happened, but I don't know, the man added. I just love the idea of a dinner table, like a father at dinner, and the, you know, the, the kid's like, do you have any idea what I've been through and your father's like you're still going you're still going with that story you're still doing that you're going to look me in the face 
and tell me that there was a shooting at your school? You're going to tell me that. After everything I know, after everything that you know I know, who's paying you? Whose payroll are you on? I know it's not the majority, but anyone accusing me of using my trauma. So this is the person that is. Uh, this is their Reddit thread that went viral. This is their viral on r slash QAnon casualties. I know it's not the majority, but anyone accusing me of using my own trauma to spin a story. Fuck you. This was literally just a spur of the moment rant. I thought it would reach at most a couple of hundred upvotes. I never planned this blowing up. I never contacted the media. What the fuck would I get out of this? This is really fucking important to me because however terrible you imagine the shooting being double that. Way too much of my high school experience was dealing with this shit. So believe I'd never make light of it because you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. You watch his interrogation footage and he seems just like a brain dead childlike moron who's too fucking stupid to know what's going on. He is, but he's also a literal fucking demon. I've never seen determination like that in my entire life. And there's a lot of people who don't know. So fuck you. And this is why that kid should have done sports. <laughs> he's talking about who? Nicholas Cruz? Yeah, about Cruz, yeah. Go through the sub and you might realize what QAnon is capable of doing to their own family. They're delusional fucking people trapped in a cult. Fact. There are literally anti-vax nurses. Kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I don't know what you want me to do. If it's funny, I have to laugh at it. You know? I mean, it's funny. It's kind of funny. Uh, you know, there's a variance of opinions on the vaccine. Why should nurses hold them? Mm. It is just kind of funny yeah. if... A nurse is like whispering in someone's ear like, don't get it. <laughs> don't get it. It's funny to me. It's funny if you don't think there's, if you if you are of the belief that we're going to get out of this mm -hmm. and there's like brighter days ahead, this is all very tough for you to take. But if you've uh, settled into um, the idea that uh, this is maybe the best it'll be, hilarious. He's done extensive research on body language. He claims he can tell the shooter is a radical commie actor who was paid to sacrifice his life in order to remove our guns. He's questioning why they released the interrogation footage, if not to further deceive the, quote, sheep, believing everything they see. He also says the trial will be rigged, and the reason they're talking about the death penalty is to prevent him from ever talking just in case. What's really fucked up is that he knows I never want to hear about him or see his face ever again. I've been very clear on that, and I always leave the room when he starts talking about him, Nicholas Cruz. I keep telling him to please, please fucking stop, but there's no reaction or empathy whatsoever. Even burgundy-colored T-shirts, what he wore makes me uncomfortable, and he used to be so understanding he stopped wearing it around me. That purse is completely gone, and I miss him so fucking much. You're Well, also, are you? do you suck as a person? Because it feels very weird that your dad just went down this rabbit hole if... You weren't a little bit of a piece of shit, right? You're a real piece of work to be able to sit here and act like nothing ever happened if it wasn't a hoax. Shame on you for being part of it and putting your family through it, too. He'll say stuff like this straight to my face. <laughs> Whatever he's drinking. It's <laughs> oh, great. He'll say this stuff straight to my face whenever he's drinking, and I wonder if he's like he's sitting there like this. He's like, look at me. How dare you? How fucking dare you lie to your old man? You're a piece of shit for being part of it. You're... Move out! Hey, move out. Kid, move out. Maybe leave. I don't know. This sounds like a reasonable time to get your own apartment. Get a roommate, buddy. I mean, maybe it's time to go. Your father's accusing you of being part of the Parkland conspiracy. Maybe it's time to leave, huh? I can't take more of him berating me and purposely trying to trigger me to see if my PTSD is real or not. What, does he just walk around the house with a gun? Is it real? He's seen me break down and cry my eyes at multiple times, which I've never, ever did before. Sometimes I wonder if he's hit his head or had a fucking stroke because I almost can't believe it's the same person. What the fuck is QAnon doing to people? My breaking point was yesterday when I borrowed my little brother's iPad and saw he'd searched for some really bad things related to the shooting. I practically begged my mom to give my dad an ultimatum to get professional help or move out. She's really timid and hates confrontation. So all she said was try not being home as much and waited out. Yeah, leave then. I have no idea how to deal with this. It's too painful for me. 
to keep living like this, hearing his name every single fucking day and being accused of accepting money to be a part of it. How much did they pay you? <laughs> You're going to lie to your old man. How much did they fucking pay you to be part of it? You commie piece of shit. Your PTSD is all bullshit. You were a part of it. Try to take my gun. Edit. Even though I've definitely felt like I don't think getting physical would do any good at all, I, I instead try to remind him to look back at the text I sent when I was 100% sure the shooter was about to enter our classroom. I asked him to look me in the eyes and still argue I'm able to fake what I wrote in those messages, but no luck. I feel for the kid. It's time to move out. I mean, listen, is it funny? Certainly. Is it horrible? Yes. Should you leave? Yes. Um, it's very uh, unfortunate. Your father is, he's been bit. He's feral, as I've said. Uh, there's and, and by the way, it's like, obviously I'm not trying to draw a parallel, but it's like, I've had family members where they keep talking about uh, Trump and Russia and they're, you know, with the COVID, they won't, you know, they're excited about the next lockdown and they're, you know, mm. they're like, Russia sent us the Delta virus. So Trump can, I'm like, all right, you're, that's liberal Q QAnon is, you know, mm. the, the crazy COVID stuff. And, and I get it. COVID's a real thing, but you know, some people have lost their fucking minds. We all know that. So, um, this does seem to present itself in the QAnon movement. People, it does. And sadly, um, the QAnon movement has seemingly attracted some unstable people. And that's unfortunate. But I feel bad for this dude. But you got to move the fuck out of your crib, bro. Hit me up at Tim J. Dillon on Instagram. Hit me up. If you're good looking, you come stay with me. If you're good looking, you have a home. Austin or LA, wherever I happen to be, you could come stay with me. But, you know... You got to send me a pic. Send some pics. Send some pics. Hit me up. It is unfortunate that uh, he's going through that because, you know, he, I'm sure your dad feels the text you sent when the shooter was about to end you, which was probably like, hey, I may die right now. I love you. Right. Oh, my God. Would I never send that to my family? <laughs> I would never, if I thought I was right about to die, I would never text my family. Because anything I got back would be so <laughs> underwhelming that for those to be the last words I've read on this planet, like, like literally I could imagine like sending my father a text that he like half read. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm in school. There's a shooter. He's going to kill us. And I love you. And he would just read, like, school, love, you know, and then he would just write back, enjoy it, son. <laughs> and then I would be like, well, this is the last text message I get to read uh, in my life, you know? I don't know that I'd text anyone. I wouldn't text him. Him and his wife would just go and just stare in the will, so they just they'd get excited, you know? I just would hate to text him because I knew, like, he would just look at her and she'd be like, is it the time? And you'd be like, this is not a drill. He'd be like, this is not a drill. Let's go. They'd be so excited. You know, they'd come to the hospital and yank the tubes out of me. But I would never, I would never in my life text my father. So at least he, like, is close enough with his family at one time to text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His family, which is nice. Remember those times. Yeah. Don't get greedy. Don't get greedy. No one's close with their family their whole life. Remember the good times. When you loved them and you texted them that you loved them. Don't get greedy. You can't ask for your dad to not accuse you of being a crisis actor. That's greed. You had the good times. Enjoy them and move on and leave. You don't want to start being one of these people who's just like, me, 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 selfish, selfish, selfish. Mm -hmm. Oh, I demand that my relationship with my father is perfect forever. Well, you cannot. You cannot make those demands. People go through things, okay? And your father right now is having a little bit of a rough patch, okay? He's being red-pilled, and it's very tough for him. It, he's, he's gone. It's too much. And what's happening now is he's uh, lashing out at you because you're in the house. Leave, and then he'll eventually turn on your mother, and then she'll leave or, you know. What is this? Well, this was one of the edits. 
He goes, another one I've been told is brain tumor or lead poisoning. Apparently, it's normal with boomers. All I know is that he's never been the same since the shooting. The pandemic messed him up, and lately it's just gotten worse. Or maybe he actually just had a mental break and has gone fucking insane. Who knows? We'll probably get back with an update if I found out. Why are you not... Okay, ready? Go down. As for my situation, remember not that not everyone were on TV like David. I'm just one of the many dealing with what happened. I came out fine physically, but way too many didn't. So a big fuck you to anyone sending me bullshit DMs. Your time is better spent. I didn't send him a bullshit DM at all. I sent, I sent pick and then question mark. Pick, P-I-C, pick. And it's a throwaway. I'm not trying to get docs. Crazy I even have to explain that. Sorry if this is long, but I got to get it off my chest. Yeah, and then he goes into it. And then he goes into it. Yeah. Sports. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Turn it off. Turn your mind off. Yeah. Turn your mind off. This guy, here's here's what's happening here. And I'm I have a little bit of a background in um psychology. And it's not a doctorate or anything, but it's enough to talk on YouTube. This kid is exhibiting the signs to me of somebody who is very, first of all, there's survivor's guilt. Mm. When you live and other people around you die, you have what they call survivor's guilt. Have you heard of that? Yes, yes, yes. It's a legit thing. Mm. If, if we're in a car accident and there's four of us and three of us die and, and me or you, who's ever there, if I survive or you survive, there's survivor's guilt, mm. okay? So you have that. Okay, there's also another thing which is compounding that, which is making it even harder for this kid, is that I think he does, he feels genuinely guilty that he participated in a false flag. (laughs) But I don't think he should, because throughout history, these operations have been used. And it's kind of an honor to be involved. But I think his guilt about participating in a false flag has started to override his, uh, uh, you know, sense of self. Mm. And he can't repair this relationship with his father, mm. who's obviously asking good questions, and it's just becoming a problem. So I would say maybe move out for a little bit, and until you can admit to your father what you've done, that's what I would do. By the way, if I was this kid, legit, I'd be like, yeah, so I did it. So what, bitch? George Soros going to fuck you in your mouth. How about that? I, I would drive him more crazy. I'd be like, you don't even know. You don't even know who ordered us to do this. You don't even know. You don't even know what doors you're knocking on, Dad. We can make people disappear. It's like that line from Breaking Bad mm-hmm. where um, Walter White goes, Hey, man, if you think I'm that guy, mm. you know? Right. Like, I'm the one who knocks type of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the kid's got to turn to his dad and go, so you think I participated in that? And you don't fear me? You don't legitimately fear me. You think I was part of something like that, and you don't respect me? Are you stupid? Are you an idiot? Do you know what I can do? Do you know what I can have done? Okay. Just have a little fun with it. It's tough. I know it's a hard thing to have fun with, but I, I think that that's the route to go. Drive the dad more crazy. Mm-hmm. Tell him that not only did you do that, but you did everything. Tell him you did 9-11 when you were eight. Tell them you were integral, you were involved in the 9-11. This is part of when I said, like, put Jenny Slate in jail. Because she she came out, you know, she had that whole thing with... um. You know, uh, big mouth. Uh, yeah, she yeah, played yeah. a biracial girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but she acted like she had, like, um, you know, she her apology mm-hmm. was like she had lit a black family's house on fire, <laughs> like literally her apology. She was voicing a mixed race character on a yeah, cartoon. Yeah. Her apology was like she had been for years and years in the Klan, and she was coming out to say like my actions contributed to the erasure. Like, um, so I think you got to go crazier when they go woke. You go crazier. You go put her in jail. It's not enough. Mm. So I think here you actually go crazier than dad and go, mm. you don't even know what I've been involved in. Parkland's not even the beginning or the end of it. Okay? Sit down. Tell him. Be like, you want to know how things work? I'm an alien. 
I was born with alien DNA. You and mom don't have it. That's why I was recruited. Start saying shit like that. Or just kind of go along with it. Like you and him discover the Parkland conspiracy together. Like it's like a, a <laughs> it's a version of like father son mm -hmm. bonding, mm -hmm. but instead of like going hunting or camping or golfing, you guys hunt down the real <laughs> killer. It's like I imagine OJ Simpson and his son maybe did something like that. OJ and Justin, he was like, "Hey, we got to find the guy who did this," and his son's like, "What?" OJ's like, "We got to find the guy who did this," and his son's like, "Well." I lost a mom. I don't want to lose a mom and a dad. So you got to just go like, all right, dad wants to drive around Sunday, see if we can find the killer. You go have a nice breakfast. You drive around and go, where's the killer? Where's the killer? I think that's what you got to do here. Mm. You just accept that your father, like many people, is imperfect, mm. and you just go with that, and you just have whatever relationship with him you can have. And you guys kind of then go and hunt down um, – the real killers. You know, because Nicholas Cruz, if, if your contention is that he was a patsy, you got to find the people that directed him to do it. So I think there could be a lot of fun. Yeah. There could be a lot of fun to be had. But I'm, it's unfortunate that all that is uh, happening. Blue Chew, it's a summer of love, baby. Not so much, but it's, we'll see. Delta variant back better than ever. Lambda, gamma, phi, beta, gamma, sigma, epsilon. It's coming back. 125,682 breakthrough Florida cases. Remember when we used to announce it at the beginning of every podcast? I would go, yeah. give me the death numbers. On and the worldometer? Like, give me the sick. We had the worldometer. Yeah, yeah. And I'd go, give me the sick. Give me the dead. Mm -hmm. It's a fun way to get started. And we're back. <laughs> breakthrough COVID cases. Data shows how many vaccinated Americans have tested positive. Well, this is the deal, right? You get mm. the vaccine. It's supposed to uh, help you in terms of not dying, but you're going to get it. Mm. And, you know, you take risks, whatever risks you deem appropriate. Um, I guess this is more, this is going to be like an endemic, not a pandemic in the sense that we're going to live with it forever. It's going to be a large part. Well, hopefully it'll be a smaller and smaller part of our life, but uh, this is going to be something like the common cold. It's never going to go away. It's probably going to take years and years and years to go away, and by that time we'll have had an economic collapse mm -hmm. um, and we'll be, uh, you know, probably in some cyber war with China or something. I don't know. Uh, and uh, we just need uh, to get to the point where things get so bad that COVID gets knocked down. That's like, remember during the riots, COVID was like the fourth story? Mm -hmm. We need that again. Yeah. Remember that? Mm -hmm. COVID was the fourth story because literally there were people marching through the streets burning down buildings. Now that things are relatively peaceful, COVID's back to being number one. Mm -hmm. The answer is not treatments or vaccines. The answer is more civil unrest, riots, burning of the buildings, murder, arson, because then what happens is COVID just stops being important. Remember that when it stopped being it important? Nice, yeah. No one cared. They were like, the real pandemic has raised us up. And, and so people could march. And so we just... We just need that. Somebody, if you could, because I don't want this to happen in real life, somebody, if you could, CGI a couple of white cops shooting an innocent guy. I want to cure COVID. Can someone release a scene from a movie and we'll say it's real, set up, maybe we should do this to mm. cure COVID. Okay. I look like a cop. I just execute an innocent black family in a car mm. for no reason. Again, I'm against this. For the simple reason that we put that video out, the Delta, Gamma, Lambda, Lamborghini, all of it will go away. It'll be gone because that's what happened last time. Mm. So what we need is uh, police to shoot an unarmed person. Mm. I don't want any of this to happen. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. But do you see what I'm saying here? If it were to happen, we'd probably get over the Delta variant very quickly. We'd all start to realize that the real pandemic mm. is racism because those were the articles being written. Mm. The real pandemic's right. So we just need it. Maybe nobody even has to die. Can a cunt go yell at a black guy in a uh, grocery store and put it go viral? <laughs> we need it. Take one for the team. If you're a white bitch, take one for the team. 
get a black friend of yours, go to a store, a grocery store, and just yell at them and make it go viral because we need to get over this COVID hump. And the only way that we're going to do that is uh, by diverting the attention to the real pandemic, which is racism. Mm -hmm. That's the way we got over it. Remember, COVID last year didn't exist. No, you, you, you didn't go outside because you thought you would be uh, killed by a violent mob. You can't have it all. You understand what I mean? You can't have it all. But do you want COVID or do you not want? If you don't want COVID, we got to have violent mobs in the street again. That's that's where we're at. That's to, It's funny, but that's the options you have as a citizenry. Would you like, would you spin the wheel? Tell them what they've won. Well, we've got two prizes for you. A forever lockdown with 90 million streams of COVID or eruptions of violence, mob violence in the street. What would you like? Those are the options. Mm. We can have a forever lockdown with 20 million strains of COVID and the media reporting on everyone who's dying. Uh, uh, you know, the media with the camera in the face. Can you breathe? <laughs> um, we can have that. That's what we're heading towards. Or B, we can have riots in the street, lighting cop cars on fire, but at least there's no COVID. You won't be able to leave. Uh, and you'll every now and then you'll be eating in a restaurant because because COVID will go away. You'll be able to eat in a restaurant, but then Molotovs will come on in uh, while you're eating your uh, uh, tuna tartare. But those are the op- it's seemingly the options. Am I wrong? If I was an alien and just looked at the last year of history, mm-hmm. I'd go. The options are spikes of COVID or violence in the street. What what shall we take? I'm ready for a little. Let's have a little violence in the street. Let's take the masks off. Mm-hmm. Let's let's douse a few cop cars with kerosene, mm-hmm. light it up, because those will be your choices uh, as an American citizen. That and that is what they call. Pay attention, a failed state. <laughs> when your options are an incompetent federal government <laughs> completely mismanaging a pandemic, destroying your lives and livelihoods, or the federal government taking a break from that to sanction mass violence to also destroy your lives and livelihoods. Those are your two choices. What's fun about both of them is they both end in your lives and livelihoods uh, being destroyed. But you can avoid all that if you're in sports. Because if you don't think about all that and you just get up every day and you do sports... If you do sports, and you watch sports, people love watching sports. Oh, yeah. Ray watches sports now. He's 900 pounds. He's big into basketball. He knows He's a ton about it. He's big into everything. He's big into a chair. <laughs> and, 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 and he enjoys it. And people love it. So that's why the sport, that's why uh, uh, Simone Biles and uh, 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 Yokozuna, <laughs> the tennis player. Naomi Abel, Abel, uh, Osaka. Who cares? There's enough people that think I'm racist anyway. I don't really care. Doesn't really matter. You've got bigger problems. Imagine it's you know, uh, being somewhat. Uh, I, I don't want to say famous, but whatever I happen to be, whatever. Well, it's just every day you wake up and you realize why you're like three reasons you're a Nazi, and you go, huh, huh. Because the definition of Nazi changes now mm. so frequently while you sleep that you just wake <laughs> up and it's like COVID. You wake up and you go, what are the symptoms of it now? What are the symptoms of Nazi now? I think maybe we should have a police force. I think penises and vaginas are inherently different. Ah, it's like COVID. COVID, they go, it's runny nose now. And now you wake up and they go, Nazi means you believe in a border now. Oh, well... But um, Naomi Osaka, these, they don't realize how important they are. They're so important because I don't come to these uh, disturbing realizations about life when I can just uh, watch a, an athlete in their prime physical condition. There's nothing better than a prime physical specimen mm-hmm. because it connects us to nature. It connects us to what we really should be, which is stupid. The best things about life are silly. Fucking and eating and shitting. Those are the most fun things. 
Um, when we start to get too high-minded about things, we start to destroy ourselves and our collective civilization. Mm -hmm. So the reason that athletes are so important, it's not only that it's a distraction, it connects us to when we were young and we would just run in a field or swim and you, you felt good, you were connected to your body before you polluted it and destroyed it with pills and food and booze and drugs and this mm -hmm. and that and tattoos. Get the tattoos off! They look like shit! But... I mean, is there anything worse than being really hot and then putting tattoos on you? I mean, it's grotesque. My point is this. Um, Nobu, the tennis player, and and uh, Simone Beale, Biles, Beals, Biles, Beals, Biles, Beals, Simone, Simone. They don't realize how important they are mm -hmm. because they connect us to a deeper truth about ourselves. And it is not. It is not simply a distraction. It is they are the perfect, the ideal. We all want to be uh, stupid. Truly. Be stupid for us. Show us the way. Show us how to just sweat and shred and cut and kill and win. Girls, boys, Anyone in between. And most athletes are. Athletes are like naturally trans. Mm -hmm. the, the masculine male athletes are very light on their feet and kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, graceful. Uh, graceful. Uh, yeah. Correct. And the female athletes, many of them are hulking. <gasps> Husky voices. <gasps> naturally trans. They're the evolution of the body. Perfect. That's what we need. We need to see the body. The body in, in perfect, um, you know, uh, agreement with the mind. The body and the mind working uh, hand in hand. Synchronized perfectly. And in order to do that, we need to shut off our minds. Shut them off. Turn. What is this? Laguna Beach. Hello? Good afternoon. This is Alana calling from the loft at Montage Laguna Beach. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. We are just calling to say that um, we had received an email trying to make a reservation for you tonight. Um, and we were wondering if 545 would be all right with you. Unfortunately, we, we can't uh, come. The couple that was going to come... Uh, to have dinner with us, unfortunately, uh, has uh, you know been in a car accident and they've been horribly mangled. Oh no! Oh yes. Um, so should I cancel that for you? I mean, I may still go. You, you have the rotisserie chicken, right? Sorry. You have the rotisserie chicken still on that menu. And that's good. That chicken's good. Have you had it with the fava beans? Um, let's see. Yes, we still do have our rotisserie chicken. Okay, so you know, we're going to find another couple. Can we do four at 5 p.m.? Four at 5 p.m.? Yes, thank you so much. Of course. It's very sad what happened, but they weren't a fun couple anyway. Doesn't it always? Yeah. Thank you, dear. Three, so four, four, four at five. Yes. All right. We must compete. Uh, the sports people have to show up for work, and it is not because we want them to injure themselves or others. It is because they connect us to a reality uh, that we can. Un many of us can no longer live in. And that reality is of the body, not of the mind, not of the mind. Great feats of the body, the mental acuity to direct your body to do great things. That's great. The world of the mind is littered now with uh, garbage and probably never will go back to being anything other than just a circle jerk. Mm -hmm. The mind is the problem. Shut it off and hit the ball. Go over the net. Go over the net. Just shh, just quiet. Just quiet now. Like if I was Simone Beale's coach, I'd say, just quiet down. Don't think about 9-11. Don't think about your life. Don't think about if anyone really loves you. 
Don't think about what love is anyway. Don't think about what happens after you die. Don't think about your family. Don't think about your friends. Don't think about your fans. Don't think of your community, the community of man. Don't think about what we are. Don't pay attention to that weird feeling you have in the back of your leg. It's all bullshit. None of it matters. Just look at me. Look at me. Don't think about the fact that they're not letting you take out of all these freaks. Don't think about that fucking pedophile. Don't think about that everyone's a pedophile. Just balance on the bar. Balance on the bar. And you do a flip. And you trust. You trust that you're going to land that flip. And you know why you're going to land that flip? I'll tell you why you're going to land that flip. I'll tell you why you're going to land that flip. Because if you can shut your mind off and you just let your body take over, okay, you will get the results that you've been getting for the entire time. You just, you can do it. You can do it because we need you to do it. We have so little left, Simone. We need a champion. We need a champion. And, and you are our, our champion. So if this comes up again, just learn to quiet your mind. Don't think about that kid doing a Parkland shooting and lying to his father. Think about any of it. Just get out there and do something that is meaningless and stupid, but do it perfectly. Do it perfectly because Simone, that's life. It's meaningless. It's silly. But when you watch someone do it perfectly, it's still impressive. Good luck out there. Don't get sick. Get smart.